Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. We're in the playoffs. We've completed 19 weeks of the NFL season. But even though we're in the postseason, all you have to do is take a look back to one week of the regular season, and that's where we are today with Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance with all of our guests on the Goodyear Hotline, including our quarterback, Dan Orlovsky, who will join us at 7.30 a.m. Eastern. The week, fellas, I'm referencing is week six of the NFL season because if you go back, and I know it seems like a lifetime ago, if you go back to week six of the NFL season, on that particular week, the Kansas City Chiefs defeated the Buffalo Bills 26-17 in a game that nearly wasn't that close. In fact, in that particular game, the Chiefs just literally ran all over the Bills and Mahomes took a little bit of a back seat. More on Mahomes in one minute. And then in that same week six, Tampa all over Green Bay, 38-10. As we approach week 20 next Sunday, those two matchups from week six rear their heads again. The winners Go to the Super Bowl. It's Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. Key, the biggest thing Chiefs fans want to know, allay their fears right here, everything with Mahomes, the concussion, the toe injury. Prior to that, Andy Reid sounding an optimistic tone, but you say when practice begins Wednesday, don't worry about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, you know, you got to obviously go through the concussion protocol, those sort of things. Watching him sprint off the field into the locker room, told me that he was going to be okay. Now, I know when you look at the video of him trying to get up after he was concussed, he tried to get up off the ground. Whenever that happens, it's it's like all of a sudden the blood or whatever it is that rushes to your head. And, And so the best thing for him to have done at that time was just lay down on the ground. Just lay down on the ground, just gather yourself, catch your breath, give it a minute, then get up. And we wouldn't have had that visual of him. So I think the visual obviously makes everybody say, oh, my God, he's done. He's not going to be able to play. Let's hear from Andy Reid before Jay weighs in. Simply put, how's Pat doing? Yeah, he's actually doing very well. I, mean, I just talked to him, and he's, uh, he's doing good. Um, I mean, we'll see how he is tomorrow. But, I mean, right now he, he's, uh, he's feeling good. Of course he is. <laughs> of course he's going to feel good. First off, Zubin and Key, happy Martin Luther King Day. Proud day for everybody here. And, and to get back into Patrick Mahomes, look, I, I'll give you a quote that MLK said, where the ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. I, I feel like these are the type of scenarios that occur in Super Bowl runs, right? You, you always have that. You know, whenever you win a championship, there is that moment where things could go wrong. And whether you want to call that luck, whether you want to call that, you know, a a spirit or entity being on your side, I felt like we watched one of those moments. You know, your star quarterback, a guy that Jeff Darlington comes on our show as compared to Michael Jordan, goes out in the game early in the third. Chad Henney comes in. You find a way to win that ball game. But how you did it? Zubin, third and fourteen. Chad Henney sacrifices his body to get to fourth and inches. And then Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy have the onions to go for it when everybody to a degree was expecting this team to try to look, get in offsides or then eventually punt the ball. They go for it. They go for it. It just, these are those momentous plays where you look at the Chiefs team and I'm sitting there saying, you know what, man? 
These are the type of things that propel teams to win championships. And these are the moments where you have your star quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, in the locker room tweeting, as the game is closing, anything is possible. These are the things we talk about in 30 for 30s, Zubin. This is what happens. I will say real quick, Key, the one thing that I don't think is getting a ton of attention in, it obviously isn't because everything should be revolving around Mahomes with everything he has done, but you got to give Andy Reid and the coaching staff a little bit of credit. Granted, Henny came in, it was spot duty, but let's just realize the circumstance of where he came in. Last season when Patrick Mahomes missed some time with the knee injury, I thought Matt Moore, who was coaching high school football before they called him up, acquitted himself quite well. He actually helped the Chiefs get the first round back by get the number two seed because while Mahomes was out he steadied the ship believe it or not there is something to be said you don't want to have a ton of confidence rolling into games with Chad Henney and Matt Moore but when those guys have been asked to deliver they have been able to do it and I think it's a testament to the coaching staff it, it is and and you mentioned the coaching staff and Andy Reid in particular because he's the guy who in in the from a history standpoint has had his thumb on the quarterbacks if you go all the way back and I used to say this for many years if I was a quarterback that wasn't playing well or a quarterback that wanted to get a real shot at the in the National Football League mm-hmm. I'm looking for Andy Reid mm-hmm. because you can go to Corey and Ty Detmers you can go to AJ Feely's you can go to Michael Vicks I mean I could just go on and on Kevin Cobbs everybody that went through Philadelphia that was not Donovan McNabb under Andy Reid hit pay dirt with somebody else. Right. It's just amazing. Jeff Garcia. It's just amazing the things that Andy Reid was able to do at the quarterback spot. But also Eric Bieniemy, a guy that, you know, I was listening to the game yesterday and whoever was calling the game, they kept referring to Andy Reid as the play caller. And I kept saying to myself, well, you know, Eric Bieniemy is the one who's calling the plays. Mm. And they kept saying, well, it was a great play by Andy Reid. I'm like, well, wait a minute. I thought Eric Bieniemy was calling the plays. They just all of a sudden forgot about him as a play caller. But what I would say is he's done a tremendous job at putting these backup quarterbacks in great positions to make sure that they take advantage of whatever skill set that they have. You don't need to give – you do what they do well. well. That's what you do. Whether it's the the, the sprint right uh, option play to Tyreek Hill, to Chad Henney, they knew that was a safe throw. He could make that throw. They didn't ask him to do something that he couldn't do. Right, they knew that he had the the guts to 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 scramble on third and fourteen. That he would try and go and get that play, which was the biggest play of the game for the Kansas City Chiefs. Zubin, there's no doubt about it. Just in J- case you didn't know, Eric Bieniemy was calling the plays. I just want to mention that. Yes, and we should also mention there are two head coaching available. Uh, jobs at the moment, and they are, of course, the Philadelphia Eagles, who, by the way, will interview Todd Bowles, the Bucks defensive coordinator, Wait. fresh off a win, and the Texans, who we're going to talk about Man, here. They're going to interview just a few every minutes. assistant coach in the National Football <laughs> League before they hire somebody. Hold on, Zubin. I know it's a random tangent, but go ahead. If I'm, if I'm Eric Bieniemy, I'm looking at that Houston situation. Very Why random. would you want that job? Well, there's only 32 of them. Why? And at yeah, some point, it's fine. You, you, yeah, at some point, but why would you want? That job. I I know it's easy for everybody. Hold on, Key. I know it's easy for everybody to plug him into that scenario. But I'm going to say to you this. I I think one of the things that people in the national media gloss over that I hear a ton of people talk about in Houston is Jack Easterby and his influence on this organization and his relationship with with the owner McNair. See, so you bring in Nick Casario, a guy that feels like, hey, that was a Jack Easterby decision. I don't know why you think if you're a head coach, if you're coming into this scenario, that you're actually going to have somewhat autonomy or that Casario is going to have autonomy when Easterby's influence over this organization has been the reason why they've been making some of these decisions in the first place. It feels like you sign up 
for something that you're not going to have control over. And I don't know why, if you're Eric Bieniemy, why you would want to come to a scenario like that. Why just not stay in in a place like Kansas City, where you're going to constantly be at the forefront of these types of conversations? It has to be the right job. It can't just be a job. I'll tell you the answer to that real quick. This is my opinion. But what Let's, I was going to say before go ahead, Jay. Jay told me, hold on. Yeah, because I didn't that, cut you off like you that, normally cut me off, Keyshawn. It's that, okay. No, you cut me off a lot, but we're I not going to have that conversation. And I don't know that Eric Bieniemy wants the job. He's interviewing for it, but yeah. I don't know that he wants it um, because if Deshaun Watson is not going to be there, I'm not taking the job. The appeal in the lure to take that job is because I got one of the top four quarterbacks in the National Football League underneath the center. If he's not there, then, you know, there's nothing to really have a conversation about. And that's my point. I would extrapolate it, Jay, to your world of the NBA. I mean, if you're a lifelong NBA assistant and one of the 30 comes open, whether it's the Los Angeles Lakers or the Sacramento Kings, you're going to jump at that opportunity because you never know when it might come around again. I mean, just take a look what happened yesterday in actuality. If that injury to Mahomes happened in week four next season and the enemy still the offensive coordinator, then they've got to go 12 games with their backup or somebody like Jordan Tamu off the practice squad. Suddenly you finish four and 12. Eric Bieniemy is not going to be a hot candidate. I guarantee you, even though he's been a great coach and he's put all that experience in there, one bad season, what people are going to say, <laughs> look what he couldn't no. do without Patrick Mahomes. I'm not saying it's right, but that's obviously the first yeah, thing people are right. going to go to. It's the first thing people are going to go to. No, that's true. Right? Yep. It's Break the first down. thing Let's people go. will go to. On the way, they got their franchise quarterback, and now the franchise is in turmoil. But are the Chicago Bears about to come to the rescue? That's next on Keyshawn J. Bull and Zubin on ESPN Radio and this morning on ESPN2. I think Deshaun Watson has had it up to here. He wants to be elsewhere. Deshaun Watson will not be traded under any circumstance. You can take that to the bank. He's not asking them for much. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast.
It's a moment of reflection for Americans of all races. Today, it's Martin Luther King Day. Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin is presented by Progressive Insurance, and all of our guests will join us this morning on the Goodyear Hotline. Uh, Jay, I know you wanted to say something here because of what this day means to so many people. Yeah, you know, Zubin, as a, as a young black male, uh, Martin Luther King, Dr. Martin Luther King is somebody that's been spoken to me about uh, since I've been a young boy. And just as where we are today in 2021, the year that we just went through with the pandemic and social injustice, you know, he, he did have one quote that I think is very important to kind of embrace and continue to push forward in because it's a mindset. And I think this mindset is important for everybody as we try to come more together uh, as a country, as a world, as a people. So even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. I, I think this quote is so important to everyone because it says that fighting is worth fight, fighting for, right? It's, um, it's worth the fight. It's not easy to stand out, to speak your mind, and to fight for what you believe in. Athletes have heard things like shut up and dribble, and mentalities like that are difficult uh, in today and tomorrow. But if athletes continue to speak their minds, keep topics at the height end of conversations, change will come. If we do battle the difficulties of today and tomorrow, the ultimate dream will hopefully continue to be reached. But that's a mindset that we have, Zubin. And I think facing everything, hearing athletes speak out, uh, hearing people utilize their platforms, standing up for what's right as a people uh, is a direction that we need to continue to push forward in today's life. You know, I don't get enough of anything in terms of the history of Dr. King and, and the civil rights movement. Obviously, I was born after the fact, and, and so you just learn every single day. In fact, I was even teaching my kids as we sat and watched some things last night as you continue to see documentaries on different networks throughout the, the month, of, throughout this month and throughout the month of February, you're going to continuously see documentaries not only about Dr. King, because growing up in, in the inner city of Los Angeles, most of the schools that I attended really only taught us about Dr. King. They didn't really share about some of the other black leaders in our country over the years. But as I've gotten older, he was by far the, the most, uh, out there that we all kind of followed and learned from. Um, and then when you look at where we are today in the way that the world is just going around 360 degrees, just like spinning, you know, I, I was telling my kids last night, I wonder if he was here today with us, what would he be saying and what is it that he would be trying to do? How would we, how would things be if he was here leading the charge and marching to the Capitol and in, in, in doing the things that he did in the sixties and in the fifties, it's just, you know, it's crazy to think where things were then and where they're at now. And he was at the forefront of everything that we see today. Yeah. Lastly, I would just add, and obviously I can't offer the perspective that the fellas can growing up African-American, but I would say that generally people like this are more ahead of their time. You always see this. Dr. King was probably a half a century ahead of his time because today, while certain people, whether they're genuine or not, are saying they're open and inclusive, he was asking for that in the 1960s. I would just say this real quick uh, as a quick history lesson, as somebody that really likes history but can't understand it the way you do. Uh, Dr. King was shot and killed at the Lorraine Motel, which is in Memphis, Tennessee. He was shot and killed on the balcony in 1968. And I don't think there's anything more poignant than the fact that the Lorraine Motel became the National Civil Rights Museum. The actual motel 
became the National Civil Rights Museum. It was opened in 1991, and it talks about segregation, Jim Crow, sit-in, protests. You can see the entire arc of the movement, even going back to slavery, all of the movements that we've seen in this country. And in fact, if you go there, room 306 where Dr. King stayed and room 307 where his aides stayed, they're actually there under glass so you can see the room that Dr. King and his staff stayed in. And I should mention, and Jay, I'm sure you know this and many people do, when NBA teams visit Memphis to play the Grizzlies, it is not uncommon at all for players to make their way. You could, you know, go to the hotel, nap, shoot around. You got all these things. I know today you can't really do anything or go anywhere. But over the course of the last several years, it was not uncommon at all to see NBA players, a large a league that is largely black, on their own time, go to visit this particular museum. So it's one of those situations where we celebrate it for one day, but we should keep in mind everything that Dr. King has talked about from generations should be probably remembered every single day of the year. But today, we will celebrate him, and I appreciate you guys bringing those comments. And Zubin, we, we, we've came a long way. We still have a long way to go. But this is, key, this is where I love sports, right? Uh, you played in games that maybe you didn't play your best, but you've won. Um, or that you're winning, and you keep going. You keep getting better. You keep staying in the lab. You keep working on yourself. And if there's anything that's reflective of where we need to continue as a society, just these what we've had sports-wise over the past year, these teams coming together, these people coming together, like that needs to encapsulate where we need to be as a country. As, as a world, um, it gives us a light at the end of the tunnel because that's what team sports is all about. How do we work collectively, uh, regardless of whatever background you come from, for the betterment of the team? There's no question about it. Well said by all of the fellas. As we move back into the world of sports, which seems like an odd transition to make, considering everything this week is going to bring to this country <laughs> with the African-American mm. movement, especially with Kamala Harris later this week. But it's a lot to think about. And right now, I want you fellas to think about this question surrounding Deshaun Watson, who many people believe has played his last snap as the member of the Houston Texans. A little bit of a conundrum. As we welcome you back in, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. Dan Orlovsky will join us on the Goodyear Hotline coming up at 7.30 a.m. Eastern to talk about all the quarterback play we saw this weekend. The quarterback right now that's got the most attention key is Watson. I ask you this question. It's a little binary choice. You tell me which one you like. Uh, Big- what, what, you using words, man. <laughs> <laughs> binary. Yeah, yeah. And you're using words. Jay, don't laugh. You know what that means. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't say, okay, go ahead. I got you. I just, We're I, I'm not worried about me. Okay. I'm worried about our listeners out in the world that's trying to figure out what the hell you just okay. said. Which is good. It's we called Google a- Key. Google real quick. Binary. We needed a little bit. We needed to bring up the tone just a little bit. Okay, so it's a yes, no, this or that. Pick one or the other, okay? Yes or no. We'll go with that. Bigger mistake, the Houston Texans having and drafting and finding Deshaun Watson and yet ruining their relationship with him, or the fact, for the one millionth time, (laughs) that the Chicago Bears passed on Deshaun Watson, leaving them in the lurch that they are in. Which situation is actually worse? I I honestly think it's Chicago. But, you know, it's I think it's Chicago. But do I want that guy and Matt Nagy screwing up Deshaun Watson? Is Deshaun so good that he can come over the deficiencies of Matt Nagy's offense and his play calling. Like that, that to me is like a catch 22. If you draft Deshaun, which wasn't Matt Nagy, 
it was John Fox that, that was the head coach at the time. Mm-hmm. Is that now all of a sudden you get Matt Nagy or is it another coach that they would have selected based on Deshaun? If I'm Deshaun, I, didn't, I wouldn't want to be at either one of the teams right now, the <laughs> Chicago Bears or the Houston Texans. Houston, based on Kyle McNair and his ability to communicate and, and flat out, I guess you got, I'll say it, flat out lie, because that's basically what it turns out to be in the end, because mm-hmm. you didn't do anything you said you were going to do. You didn't communicate, me the way, communicate with me the way that you said you were. And then if you look at Ryan Pace, the general manager of the Chicago Bears, along with Matt Nagy, the offensive coordinator, head coach, play caller, do you want to be in either one of those situations? And, I, and look, we talked about it till we turned blue in the face. Why they passed on Mitch Trubisky? I mean, Deshaun Watson for Mitch Trubisky. But Patrick Mahomes was in that draft class too. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I don't know personally what they saw. Maybe he was a family guy. Maybe he was tall. He looks good <laughs> when he walked through the building. I don't know because I saw him in North Carolina. I watched Deshaun Watson since his high school days in Georgia all the way up until Clemson. I saw him. Patrick Mahomes was kind of, he was just a guy to me, nothing. You know, I wasn't kicking down the door. I was like, okay, he's a cool quarterback at Texas Tech. But I saw Deshaun with my own eyes. Dalbo Sweeney called him the, a close thing to Michael Jordan. Dalbo Sweeney ain't said that about Trevor Lawrence. Or anybody else. Or anybody else. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I, I just don't, I don't know what they saw in Mr. Trubisky to take him number two overall, but, you know, it's water under the bridge now. They're not going to get Deshaun Watson now. It's too late. Key, the answer is Houston. I'm going to start calling Houston what we used to call my cousin down the street. We all got friends like this. We called them can't get right. Little can't get right. And I feel like that's what, that's what the Houston Texans are a little bit with just ownership and how everything has played out with Jack Easterby. I mean, I don't know how many, how many divisional titles have they won. Right, uh, you have everything there. For the the fact that you have a top five quarterback on your team, on your team, and then to go through, hey, you know what? Hey, his his top wide receiver target. Ah, I don't I don't like him. There's too many issues. Well, off the top field five quarterback is 25 years old. Yes. So that means he got at least 10 more years of quarterback before you start saying he's too old, Jay. That's way more embarrassing than just saying, ah, oh, we missed on him and Patrick Mahomes. I hear that. That's embarrassing. But now at the level is actually having your quarterback of the future that can lead you to a Super Bowl. If you surround him with the right talent, you deplete him from talent. And now you don't involve him in the coaching aspect of what's going to happen or the GM aspect. And you're dealing with Jack Easterby influence issues and you don't have the ear of the owner. That's way more embarrassing than what the Chicago Bears are going through. I mean, I'm not saying the Chicago Bears situation is perfect by no means. That's, that's hard, too, on passing that. But still, you have it. You, it's in the palm of your hand. And right now, you're, you're sitting there watching it just slowly float away. And there's really nothing you can do about it. That feels way more embarrassing than what's happening in Chi-Town. Well, Chicago's situation is, is such that they're watching the development of Deshaun Watson become a top-four quarterback when clearly they didn't have him in their top two quarterbacks when they drafted uh, Mitch Trubisky. And, and look, and in the end, I think he'll land in a, a good spot. I, don't, I personally don't think that he's going to be in Houston, but who knows? Uh, because his, his problem is not with the new general manager. 
as much as it probably is with Kyle McNair, the owner of the football team. And again, like I always say, when you have, no matter, no matter how much you hung around your dad and no matter how much you've been a part of the organization, you're not a football guy. And when you have non-football guys doing football things and making football decisions, you get the Deshaun Watson situation. And I understand Jack Easterby is supposed to be this great personnel guy that came from New England and he's going to run the business. I get it. But clearly, he's not a good football guy either because they wouldn't be in this situation where you think that you have Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace, who are supposed to be football guys in the building in Chicago, that you would have some sense, especially Ryan Pace, because Matt Nagy inherited Mitch Trubisky. He didn't draft. Let's make it clear. He did not draft Mitch Trubisky. He inherited him, but the reason he got hired is to fix Mitch Trubisky, and he hasn't fixed Mitch Trubisky or the offense. The offense hasn't grown at all in the four years that he's been there. He's won games. He's gone to the playoff twice, but the offense hasn't taken any leaps and bounds at all. That's a great point. He was hired to complement Mitch Trubisky, but neither has been able to supplement each other. Last thing, how grave is this situation with Deshaun Watson? Our Chris Mortensen reporting that firing Easterby, the executive vice president of football operations, would not resolve the issue in the mind of Watson, with Mortensen saying, quote, Cal McNair would have to fire Cal McNair. Essentially, the owner would have to fire the owner, and nobody <laughs> is firing the it's getting owner. gritty. Indeed. It's we're asking, getting gritty, Key. You're right. We're asking this morning on the Twitter feed real quick before we get to SportsCenter and Dan Orlovsky. So, after all this discussion, who's got the best chance to get to Sean Watson? We want to hear from you. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Key J and Z on Twitter. Dolphins have the draft capital. Schefter says the Jets are in the driver's seat. Is it the Chicago Bears we just talked about? Anybody else? Your opinion. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. On the way, what did the Bucks finally do yesterday that worked for them? that didn't work for them in the regular season against New Orleans. The one factor that proved vital next after SportsCenter. Second down and goal from the one. Quarterback sneak Tom Brady did to get in. Is it a touchdown, Mr. Referee? Sean Hockley, touchdown, Tampa Bay. Touchdown, Buccaneers. Tom Brady pounds his way into the box. Lead 29-20. to that was on 98 Rock in Tampa. The Bucks were rock solid yesterday, especially their defense. Brady wasn't great, sub-200 passing. Drew Brees, the NFL's all-time leader in completions and passing yardage. Boy, if that was his last one yesterday, not indicative of everything he's done in the record books. Clearly banged up. Tom Brady will look for a record 10th Super Bowl appearance with a win in Green Bay. That'll be the early game next Sunday. The late game will be the Chiefs. They hung on. For a win over the Browns, Patrick Mahomes, the toe injury, the concussion. Andy Reid says he's doing all right. Key thinks he should be ready to go on think Wednesday. Think he will be ready to go. <laughs> will be mean, ready think? to go <laughs> on practice <laughs> Wednesday. And obviously they will take on the red-hot Buffalo Bills, who won on Saturday night, thanks to one of the greatest pick sixes in NFL playoff history. And as for teams that are history, not in the playoffs, out looking to get back into the postseason, an L.A. to L.A. move. Don't have to pick up the moving expenses here, Key. The Chargers have hired Brandon Staley as their head coach. He was the Rams' defensive coordinator last season, his first year as a D.C. It looks like the Saints are close to hire. Uh, excuse me, the Lions are close to hiring the Saints tight ends and assistant head coach Dan Campbell. That's all but done, according to Schefter. He spent the last three years of his career playing 
before the Lions was an interim head coach in Miami. All but done? That's what Schefter said. Jeez. All but done. Contract <laughs> needs to be signed. My ex-teammate, man, I played with Dan. Played him in Dallas, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Ended his career in Detroit, now coaching in New Orleans on his way to Detroit. Sports Center brought to you by Indeed. Are you hiring? You need Indeed. Indeed immediately delivers quality candidates from their resume database when you upgrade your job post. It's that simple. Receive a $75 sponsored job credit on your first post at Indeed.com slash credit. Terms and conditions apply. That's the emotion. It was out. The Bucks are in the NFC Championship game. We're going to have to go three and out here with Dan Orlovsky. Get him in, get him out. He's a busy man. He has got a lot of things to do this morning. Thanks for joining us, Dan. First things first, Dan spent a dozen years playing quarterback in the NFL. Take me inside the quarterback matchup, what you saw yesterday from Breeze and Brady. Neither throwing for 200 yards. Brady moves on. Breeze might be moving on to Canton. Looks like we've got some technical difficulties there with Dan's microphone. I'm watching him here on TV. We'll try to get that fired up and get him back here in just one second. Key, it is interesting. Neither guy throws for 200-plus, but the guy that I spotted the whole way, even if you're just a casual watcher of football, Devin White, back after the coronavirus protocols, missed Week 17, missed the wildcard game against the Washington football team. Even if you just watch one or two football games a year, number 45 is everywhere, second-year stud, and they're going to have him moving on. Well, he was everywhere at LSU, right? Uh, you know, and, and when you looked at him, he's a, a talented linebacker that is aggressive. He had, you know, a guy who was a Pro Bowl snub who should have made the Pro Bowl, even though they're going to play the game this year, some virtual things that are going on. He, he is a talent. I mean, fumble recovery, interception, a number of tackles. I mean, this guy is reckless at that position, and that's the way you have to be in a top Bowles-led defense, at linebacker in particular, and he took care of business. He was all over the field, flying all over the place. He was making sure that they realized that 45 was for real. We should also mention here, real quick, as we try to get Dan back. No, I'm right here. I'm right here. I didn't know Zuba was jumping in. (laughs) No, I want you to jump in. What do you think about that? That, Jay, I'm just watching the game yesterday. I almost reminded how great he was because he missed the latter portion of the regular season and the wild card game. And I think for all the greatness of Tom Brady that we're talking about this morning, 60 minutes away from his 10th Super Bowl, the Bucs won that game with their defense, plain and simple. I I said it in the first hour. Look, they, they have 128 points off turnovers. Like, and, and, and that's where this Bucks defense is, and that's how they're going to play. Now, whether they can do that in the next game is another, is another challenge for this team. But, you know, and also their defense has stepped up, and I'll, I'll keep going back to this, and I'm going to keep beating it up, Key. The, the balance attack, I mean, I felt like I was watching uh, some kind of resemblance of the Patriots the other day just with the way they were able to run the ball and how that gave Tom Brady – so many different dimensions offensively instead of them just being a one-dimensional team with him throwing the ball 40 times a game. Dan is back with us, I believe, now. We have his audio working. Dan, are you there, big guy? No, it doesn't look no, like he's still here. don't have Dan. Yeah, Dan, are you there? We have to try third down here. Uh, Key loves this. <laughs> Key, Dan, Dan's trying to talk, and Dan you, can't you, say, you, oh, there he is. is now? Okay. Did you, I did, can hear you, Key, did, yeah. Did you, okay, so I'll repeat the question. I guess Zubin was asking you about the play. Yeah of the two oldie but goodies last night in watching yep. Brady versus Breeze and this potentially being Breeze's last football game. What do you take from that? Yeah, I mean, no one should be surprised by the way the game went yesterday for New Orleans offense. Tampa Bay at some point was just going to get up into the line of scrimmage and go, we're not going to allow you dink and dunk your way down the field. They're not, they didn't play any zone. We talked about it this week on NFL Live. Key, like, don't play zone coverage, play physical man coverage, and dare Drew to throw the ball downfield. That being said – 
Drew's one of my all-time favorite quarterbacks. He's one of, he is absolutely one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. It's unfortunate that if it ended, and I think it did, it ended in that aspect, but he will go down as one of the best ever. But that, yesterday was about Tampa's defense and Todd Bowles and that, that organization going, you know what, this is our time to go take this game. And the really interesting thing was that's many, in many ways how New Orleans beat Tampa Bay the first two games is they were physical at the line. They beat up the receivers. The offensive line and defensive lines for New Orleans were dominant in the first two games, and they weren't yesterday. And then Tom was really good when he needed to be really good. And the fact that going on the road, really good defense, doesn't turn the ball over was a big deal. But yesterday was about Tampa's talent showing up, and all I thought about watching the game was, man, Jason Light. What an offseason for Jason Light. I mean, Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Leonard Fournette was big yesterday. You trade up to get Tristan Wirfs. He was unbelievable yesterday. In the second round, you get Antoine Winfield Jr., obviously the punch-out fumble. So uh, hats off to their general manager because it showed yesterday. Dan, let's talk about a team that's trending in the opposite direction. You tweeted out yesterday that the Texan situation could be worse than what we actually see. What team do you think would be ideal for Deshaun Watson? Yeah, first of all, this is the biggest organizational mistake I've ever seen in the NFL, the way that they've handled this. What team should be in the, 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 the mix is not the question, Jay, for me. It's there's six teams that should not be calling Houston. Everyone else should be calling Houston right now and do everything they can to not have to get off the phone. The six teams to not call them would be Kansas City, Seattle, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, the Chargers, and Buffalo. The Chargers because they got a really good young quarterback on a rookie deal. And the only reason I don't have Cincinnati in there is because the knee injury for Joe Burrow scares me a little bit. I love Joe Burrow. Anyone who's ever heard me talk about Joe Burrow knows that I love them. Everybody else, all 25 other teams should be calling. The likelihood or the most likely, the best chance to get them, I put Miami at one just because they have the, the player and the capital to do it. I think the Jets are obviously up there uh, at number two because, again, the capital. But I think that every team outside of those six should be calling Houston. You heard it, 25 teams angling for a 25-year-old stud. Dan, I know you got to run. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks. And All from, right, Dan. And from a 25-year-old stud to a 43-year-old stud, Tom Brady had two passing touchdowns and rarely uttered one rushing touchdown and <laughs> leading the Bucks to the NFC Championship game again. He wins on Sunday. Was that Sunday. really a rushing touchdown well, or a plunge? Technically, <laughs> technically. It was a lunge. <laughs> and if he wins that game in Green Bay, he'll be off to his 10th Super Bowl. Brady is the king of the week, brought to you by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. We asked you, where should Watson go? And you have responded to the phone lines next. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776 to get in. Watson's next destination should be... You answer next. I think Deshaun Watson has had it up to here. He wants to be elsewhere. Deshaun Watson will not be traded under any circumstances. You can take that to the bank. He's not asking them for much. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited 
to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. And oh man, oh man, bookending those comments, the very first comments came from John McClain, who joined us last week with the Houston Chronicle, as plugged in as Houston sports as anyone out there. And you heard him definitively with no ambiguity, no way they're trading Deshaun Watson. Then you just heard Mike Tannenbaum there on the end. He joined us earlier this morning, fellas, and said, back up the Brinks truck, whatever it takes. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, protecting your business with specialized coverages for your commercial vehicles. More at ProgressiveCommercial.com. You've heard our voices all morning long. It's time for your voice. But that's true, though, what John McClain said, is that you, the Texans, don't want to trade Deshaun. Mm -hmm. But if Deshaun doesn't want to be there, they'll have no option. What have you always said about guys that don't want to be there? Once that player says that, I understand, oh, he'll never sit out. It's too much money involved. Don't get caught up in that. Don't get caught up, he's going to lose money. They they don't process it like that. Le'Veon Bell set out. Okay, the, the big tackle, Trent Williams, from the Washington football team, set out. Mm-hmm. I mean, they people do set out. Joey Galloway, many moons ago, for Seattle Seahawks, set out. I mean, when you get to a point of no return, you will sit out. And there's an example right in the city with another team, with James Harden saying, move me, get me out of here, we'll see what happens. 24 hours later, they extricated him from the team. You can't be mm-hmm. around the team. And then another 24 hours or so later, he was dealt. So you're right. When it happens, it happens and happens quickly. All right, so let's go to the phone line. Simple question this morning, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. If Deshaun is indeed on the move, then where should he land? Chris in Georgia. This is interesting because Deshaun Watson grew up in Georgia. Chris in Georgia, you're on ESPN Radio. Best landing spot for Watson. Hey, good morning, guys. I love the show. Appreciate Thank you. Um, Thank you. Thanks, brother. You're welcome. Uh, real quick, just to kind of touch base on something. If you think just a year ago where Houston was with a 25-year-old franchise quarterback, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and a happy J.J. Watt, and now <laughs> literally one year later where they are is uh, very disheartening. Uh, I'm a Washington football team fan, so – uh, you know, nobody loves Chase Young more than me, but I mean, I would, I would see what they would think about Chase Young and a couple first round picks. I mean, to get Deshaun Watson in there, this is your guy for ten years. I mean, what do you guys think about that? Mm. I don't like Washington for a number of reasons because right now, Chase Young is the Deshaun Watson of the defense for Washington. I gotcha. don't know that I'm, I don't know that I'm parting, I don't know that I'm parting with Chase Young for Deshaun. Because what I want to do is I want to play defense and I want to run the ball. That's my philosophy. And so I don't really need a Deshaun to manage my offense. If I get Deshaun, I mean, I got to throw the ball all over the lot and I'm paying a $40 million quarterback to hand the football off. (laughs) 
And I'll just go back to the quarterback situation for the Washington football team, going back to Shefty's uh, you know, uh, note that he made a while back ago. Get ready for all the Cam Newton rumblings. That, that seems like that's going to occur on, on a team like that with Alex Smith and everything happening at the quarterback position there. Great point. 31-year-old Cam Newton seems close to the end. 25-year-old Deshaun Watson in the prime of his career. Let's go right to the epicenter. I love when we go to calls in the city where all this is percolating. Julian in Houston. You're on ESPN Radio. Best stop as he moves out of your city. Good morning, gentlemen. What's up? So, I'm a Niners fan. Bang, bang, Niner game. Um, so I think Jimmy G and D4 because of the, the cap. Four, and a couple of firsts and a couple of thirds, right? Four, Deshaun and JJ to make that money uh, match. Uh, like I said, bang, bang, Niner game. Bang, bang, Niner game. Jimmy G, you could just cut him. You know, I don't want him for a trade. You can cut him. We'll figure out if we want him or not. And then D four, that's just not enough. I mean, you got to give up more. I don't think I don't think the Niners have anything. They gave up everything that's worth any value to get Deshaun. If somehow Deshaun can wind up with the Niners, that's a good landing spot as well, Zubin. Indeed, Jay. Well, as I say, you probably get your most assets key from either the Jets or the Miami Dolphins. Correct. In terms of draft capital, multiple first-round uh, picks, young quarterbacks on the depends. other side. It depends. If you want to move from Sam Darnold and Tua, you get two young quarterbacks. You got a couple multiple picks. But Jacksonville Jaguars got the number one overall pick, and they got 11 other pick, or 10 other picks to give access to if you so desire that you want to play around with that. So, it, look, in the end, there's a bunch of teams that can make it work from a, a draft standpoint and maybe a couple players – He's only 25 years old, so you got at least 10 years of play with Deshaun, which is a long time at the quarterback spot. No doubt. I love this one. I love this one because I know where you're going. Kyle in Tennessee, you're on ESPN Radio. This Hmm. almost makes too much sense. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. really like the show. Um, Yeah, I haven't thought about it enough on how it would happen, but if he could get to Indianapolis or Indianapolis could get to him, um, young Good team going in the right direction, and uh, he gets to go play twice a year and show them what they missed out on. Yeah, what do y'all think? Indy doesn't have anything though; they don't have anything to give up. I mean, they're at the bottom of the barrel, right? They got a late. They actually uh, Buckner. They gave that first round pick to San Francisco. The DeForest Buckner trade. The DeForest Buckner trade. But Rivers is off the books. It was a one year deal. Yeah, but but you got to be able to give something to oh, get yeah. something, right? They don't have anything to be able to acquire him. Do it within the division. Would that be saucy? To do it within the division. Yeah, they're not gonna do that either within <laughs> the division. That's not gonna happen. Makes sense based on based on what they need is, but now nah, they're not gonna do that. Well, super. Then I go with the Bears too. Like you know, what all could the Bears give up for Deshaun Watson? I don't think that they would. They, Jay, you're asking them. To now say they made a mistake we twice. The deal, they man. already right. made a mistake by not signing him to a fifth <laughs> to a fifth year uh, option, right? On Mitch Trubisky, they didn't pick that up. Now you want him to trade for the guy that they passed on? I'm uh, saying, it's, ain't it's, no way in hell. Key, they it's do time that. to exercise all demons. Man, you win everything. You get the guy that you missed out on nope, the first place. Gonna, They're a quarterback away from winning when, the Super Bowl. When have potentially. you ever known? When have you ever known oh. bosses to? Say that they made a mistake. Never. Never. Hopefully 2021 bosses could be different. I don't different. care if it's in this business you in or sports business. They're never going to want egg on their face. They will go down in flames before they admit a mistake. Not if they win a Super Bowl. All, all, they, all is forgiving, Key. If, all is forgiving. And if if was a fifth, 
you know where we would be. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see what happens. It's a fascinating subject. Again, with Dolphins having draft capital, they have Tua. The Jets have draft capital. They have Sam Darnold with Adam Schefter essentially saying that right now he feels the Jets are in the driver's seat for Deshaun Watson. That would be Deshaun Watson and Robert Sala in one Hmm. offseason for a team that's been bumbling and stumbling everywhere. That would be a really nice one-two combination. That's part of it, too. And Miami's calling me, Key. Yeah, Miami, 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 no taxes. He's in no tax state. I mean, you got to think about that when you're him, too. Think about this. A team that lost yesterday, Key said they should be thrilled. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.